It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody is doing well. Yes. I'm sorry if I ain't been around lately. I've been busy. I told you I was going to be busy. I got a lot of shit going on. I done got 500 episodes. I don't know why everybody's tripping. Why I like... I don't understand it. You want me to work hard, but come on, man. Where the money at? Yeah, I got little payments and stuff, but come on, man. Let's be serious now. Give me the money. Let me get paid. Let my analytics get through. You don't want to let it you don't want to let my analytics get through because you know that I'm better, you know, and you have a problem with that. I understand. I understand it, but we're going to get into some stuff, man. Uh, I did stories like this before. Uh, I did stories like this before. This one happened. Uh, Suspects ripped off a vintage sneaker store, but overlooked glaring issue, a glaring issue with with, what they took. They took like the um, only the display sneaker, which is the left foot in this Scenario, thieves in Nebraska managed to swipe thousands of dollars of merchandise from a vintage clothing store this summer, but police recently revealed they most made off with a bunch of shoes only for the left feet. The Lincoln Police Department responded to the store exclusive hype in Lincoln on August 18th at 6.38 in the morning after a neighbor saw one of the store's windows had been shattered and contacted the police along with the store's owner a police statement provided to news sources lincoln crime stoppers reported on its website that uh volkswagen atlas was seen in security footage pulling up to the location at about four in the morning and three suspects exited the vehicle they tried to enter the store by pulling on the strap on the shop's front door but the method fell and the suspects reportedly turned their attention to breaking the window to get in. Upon arrival at the store along Old Street, police determined that the suspects stole roughly $20,000 in merchandise, including clothing and shoes. It was revealed last week that the suspect suspects mostly stole single shoes for the left feet. Then they broke into the building through a window and stole a bunch of left shoes. You heard that, right? Single shoes, um, the news sources reported and said of that matter. The right shoes were kept in another room of the building. All right, police are still searching for the three suspects and are asking the public for help and stuff like that. So, did stories like that before. I don't know. This happened in Nebraska. It's a lot of smashing grabs going on. All through the country, Lincoln, I'm trying to see, Nebraska, all right, Lincoln Police Department, uh, I'm looking for the, uh, where this really ultimately happened at, 
All right, give me a second. A Volkswagen pulled up in the um, camera view. In Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska. So the city is called Lincoln. It's in Nebraska. I didn't even know they had... Oh, okay. These are a bunch of white kids. That's what it looked like. Well, anyway, we're going to keep it moving on to the next story. So a bunch of kids ran into a, a sneaker store, a vintage store in Lincoln, Nebraska. And they was trying to break through the front door, but they couldn't get through that. So they got down, smashed one of the windows, got in there, stole a whole bunch of clothing and shoes. They only made away with the display sneakers, which is, in this circumstance, is just the left foot. And got down... Uh, uh, how you call it? I think they broke another window. They broke two separate windows and stuff like that. And it made out with a bunch of clothes. There's a lot of smashing grabs going on all through the country. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this thing is turn turning into some type of uh, religion or some shit. Like a stress code amongst the community to start smashing and grabbing stuff. I don't know, nigga. I don't know about you, but I feel like I want to join the festivities. I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Don't get mad at me. Don't lock me up like goddamn Jelly Bean, whatever her name is. Fuck that shit, man. I was just playing around, man. Go. I don't know what's all doing with the smash and grab. I don't understand that shit. Because you know nowadays if you say something on your podcast or if you say something. I ain't even jump on the YouTube yet, but I'm going to soon be on the YouTube doing my podcast i just gotta get all of the equipment that's it you gotta you gotta freaking be patient y'all this stuff take patience and then you know what's funny to me i said in the beginning of this segment like motherfuckers are fucking oh you ain't been on and stuff and then they're trying to take away shit from me i'm like bitch motherfucker give me the money stop playing with my analytics uh let the numbers go well, what the fuck you trying to make it look like my numbers are low. My numbers are super fucking high. Y'all just y'all playing with the system. I already know what's going on. They want me to keep working. They want me to they want to work me like a dog and shit. Like, bro, man, relax, man. Man, give me my bread, man. Stop playing around with me. Anyway, let's talk about the next next story. All right. You know, I'm not, I ain't mean to stress out that, but I got to get my money, man, if you're going to keep fighting with me to come out with episodes. Anyway, we're going to talk about Israel military. Uh, the Israel military force says it's at, it's at war with the Hamas as Israel defense forces hits back at terror targets. Uh, this been on the news uh, all day Saturday. Because I only did like one segment, the one that I just did right now. And now I jumped on this one because I've been busy. So this has been on the uh, news all day while I was watching football, college football. Israel's military forces have opened up fighting in nearly two dozen locations along the Gaza border after Hamas terrorists launched thousands of rockets into Israel Saturday morning. There is no community in the southern Israel where we do not have forces in all of the towns, Israel Defense Forces spokesperson Daniel Hagari said in a statement on Saturday evening. 
There are communities that have been rid of terrorists, but we want to finish the additional scans of the area before declaring so, Mr. Hagari says. All right, Iranian-backed Hamas terrorists invaded areas of southern Israel as rocket barrages launched from the Gaza Strip struck the area Saturday, killing at least 300 Israelis and wounding at least 1,500 others. According to news sources, a senior Hamas military commander, Mohammed Deef, announced the start of the operation, calling on Palestinians everywhere to attack the Israelis, saying in a broadcast on Hamas media that the group launched thousands of rockets and calling the attack the day of the greatest battle to end the last occupation on Earth. All right, this been all over the news this morning. So... I've been like out the game. I've been a little busy. So here, there's reports of the number of rockets that have ranged from 2,100 to 5,000. The former uh, news sources by the Israel Defense Forces that latter claimed by Deef in his initial announcement. Mr. Deef, following a meeting of the Israeli government security cabinet, on Saturday night, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu stated, we are embarking on a long and difficult war that was forced on us by a murderous Hamas attack. The first stage is ending at this time by the destruction of the vast majority of the enemy forces that infiltrated our territory. At the same time, we have begun the offensive phase, which will continue with neither limitations nor respect until the objectives are achieved, we will restore security to the citizens of Israel and we will win. All right. So this is from Benjamin Netanyahu. The Israel Defense Forces claim to have blocked many of the rockets with the country's robust missile defense system, Iron Dome. A retaliatory strike on Hamas targets has resulted in at least 198 Palestinians killed according to the Gaza health officials. In a video message earlier Saturday morning, Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said, citizens of the Israel, we are at war, not in an operation, not in rounds, at war. That's what he said. Uh, following Netanyahu's earlier comments, the Israel Defense Forces announced the initiation of operations Sword of Iron which is the name for its large-scale operation to defend Israel, Israeli civilians, civilians against the combined attack launched against Israel by Hamas this morning. Mr. Hagari said that the Israel Defense Forces has fought Hamas militants in 22 different locations with hostage situations in the cities of Afakim and Biri, the Israel Defense Forces have deployed special forces to those cities where live firefighting has broken out. Dozens of terrorists infiltrated on foot a large number of locations. Mr. Hagari explained there was also a naval infiltration bringing terrorists of Zakim. There are also a large number of breaches in the security fence. The Israel Defense Forces said it aims to kill all the Hamas agents who attack Israel today. And Hagari urged Israeli residents to shelter in place until the threat 
has been cleared. U.S. Embassy staff in Israel are also sheltering in place. Israel, Israel has also mobilized its reserve forces with four divisions headed immediately for Gaza along with tanks and other artillery to deal, artillery to deal with mortar strikes and potential new rocket attacks. All right, so this been this been on the news all day, so I'm trying to cover all of this as clear as possible. Wherever there are Hamas terrorists, they will be found and eliminated. They have no immunity, Mr. Hagari stated. We are also striking high-profile targets at the same time. He also promised that the Israel Defense Forces and Israel and Israeli government will conduct a sharp and thorough review of how this attack occurred after the forces achieved full security in the Gaza Strip. All right, the Israeli government and the Israel Defense Forces. They promised to conduct a sharp and thorough review of how this attack first started after the forces achieved their full security in the Gaza Strip. I had to repeat that again. The White House said unequivocally, unequivocally condemns the Hamas attacks in Israel, stressing there is never any justification for terrorism, according to the National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson. Republicans in the House and Senate blasted the Biden administration for unfreezing $6 billion in Iranian assets just weeks before the attack occurred. Iranian Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei just days before the attack warned Israel that the usurper regime is coming to an end. Yahya Rahim Safavi an Iranian military commander and special advisor applauded the attacks, cheering on the liberation of Palestine, according to news sources. We congratulate the Palestinian fighters, a report quoted Yahya Rahim Safavi as saying, we will still stand by the Palestinian fighters until the liberation of the Palestine and Jerusalem. Lior Hayat, or Lior Hayat, the spokesperson for Israel's foreign minister, Ali Cohen, told news sources on Saturday those terror organizations, Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, are working on proxies, are working as proxies of the Ayatollah regime and the Islamic Republic. All right, hold up. Wait a minute, because I'm trying to get all of this together so everybody can have all of the hoopla and like the transparency of what really happened this morning so everybody could understand what really was going on. All right, let me tell the Yaya, Yaya Rahim Safavi, an Iranian military commander and special advisor, applauded the attacks, cheering on the liberation of Palestine, according to news sources. And then he was like, because I got to reiterate everything. We congratulate the Palestinian fighters. A report quoted that Yahya Rahim Safavi as saying, we will stand by the Palestinian fighters until the liberation of Palestine and Jerusalem. Lior Hayat, the spokesperson of Israel's foreign minister, Ali Cohen, told news sources Saturday, those terror organizations, Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, 
are working on proxies of the Ayatollah regime in the Islamic Republic. Iran is trying for years, especially in the last few months, to have a terror organization. Both the Islamic Jihad that is fully supported and financed by Iran and Hamas terror organization that is also financed by not fully by Iran, but they are calling them to they are calling them to attack Israel and the Israelis. He stressed that Iran is without a doubt behind the scenes of this war against Israel. All right. So I had to make sure I had to tell everybody what's really going on. Uh, it's been all over the news. It's been some serious things. There's even some deeper connections to this right here. But I have to make sure that I have the right information. So, like, this is the information that I could give up right now. Uh, they still fighting as on the Gaza. It's still live firefighting like right at this moment that's like it's what time it is now um it is 8 21 p.m sat saturday october 7th 8 21 p.m it's still live firefighting right now i was watching college football i was watching in the morning i was watching texas a and m and alabama and there's a whole bunch of games on um i think missouri i'm not sure uh, I forgot who it was. Missouri. I want to say Missouri is like the leading college football team right now. That's what I really want to say, but I could be wrong. But I think it's Missouri. I think Missouri. Missouri State or I believe Missouri University. Um, uh, I don't remember exactly which division Missouri is in. Uh, but I think they're the leading college football team. They're leading the ACC or the SEC, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I got that right right there because I got to look and everything, but I think Missouri is, like, leading. But anyway, I don't know if I'm going to look for some more news. Uh, I need to be. I don't. I can't even look back on the goddamn Pro Tools to see how much time that I already did. All right, let me go give me another news. Let's get you another news, all right? You already know what time it is. This is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Benz Pharrell. You dig? All right, New York City subway gunman sentenced to life in prison. Remember uh, the guy who sprayed a New York City subway car with bullets during rush hour, wounding 10 people and sparking a city-wide manhunt, was sentenced Thursday to life in prison. Frank James, he was, he's 64 years old, pleaded guilty earlier this year to terrorism charges in April 12, 2022, mass shooting aboard a Manhattan-bound train. He received a life sentence on 10 counts and 10 years for an 11th count. Prosecutors had asked for the life sentence saying James spent years carefully planning the shooting in order to inflict maximum damage. Mr. James' attorneys has asked for a reduced sentence of 18 years, saying he didn't intend to kill anyone and suffered from serious mental illness. The attack wounded victims ranging 
from age 16 years old all the way to 60 years old as the train pulled into a station in Sunset Park in Brooklyn, New York. As emergency responders tended to the victims, James walked calmly out of the subway station and vanished. The search for the gunman lasted for roughly 30 hours. Police identified Mr. James as a suspect relatively quickly using the key to a rented moving van left behind on the bloodied subway car. He was eventually arrested in Manhattan's East Village after calling a police tip line to turn himself in. The fact that no one was killed by the defendant's 32 gunshots can only be described as luck. As opposed to the defendant's initial choice, Brooklyn prosecutors wrote in a memo to the U.S. District Judge William Kuntz. All right. The attacks stunned New Yorkers, heightened anxiety about safety in the transit system, and prompted local officials to add additional surveillance cameras and police to trains. All right, so before the shooting, James, who is a black person, Joe posted dozens of videos online under the moniker Prophet of Doom, ranting about race, violence, and his struggles with mental illness and a host of unnamed forces he claimed were out to get him. Want me to tell you that again? He posted, Mr. James, uh, he posted, Frank James, he posted a dozen of videos online under the moniker Prophet of Doom, ranting about race, violence, and his struggles with mental illness and a host of unnamed forces he claimed were out to get him. So he's schizophrenic, right? In a 2019 video, Mr. James alluded to a pending conflict in his hometown, stating that it's going to be a very interesting it's going to be very interesting what happens in New York with me. By that time, prosecutors allege James was already in process of planning the subway shooting. When James pleaded guilty to the terrorism charges earlier this year, he said he only intended to cause seriously bodily injury, not death. That's what he said. Frank James. He, his attorney, Maya Esney Grinberg, suggested that while James may have initially planned to kill people, he changed his mind in the heat of the moment. In a society where, sadly, we learn nearly every day that every day that mass shooters who attempt to kill readily achieve their goals, it is far more likely that Mr. James lacked the specific intent than that he simply fell in his mission. Wait, wait hold up. No, 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 let me let me let me see that again. What she said, she said in a society, sadly, where we learn nearly every day that mass shooters who attempt to kill readily achieve their goals, it is far more likely that Mr. James lacked a specific intent than that he simply fell in his mission. Eisner Grinberg wrote in a sentencing memo referencing the defendant's abusive childhood in the Bronx and his ongoing struggles with both alcoholism and paranoid schizophrenia. She added, Mr. James is not evil. He is very, very ill. Prosecutors, however, say the trajectory of the bullets show that James aimed at the center mass of writers for maximum lethality. They say James only stopped firing his semi-automatic Glock pistol because the gun jammed. Mr. James has spent the past 17 months held at the Metropolitan Detention Center without bail. 
He was previously forced to appear in court after refusing to leave his cell, his jail cell. On Tuesday, Judge Kuntz said U.S. Marshals should use all necessary force in order to produce to produce James for the sentencing. All right. That shit crazy. I don't, nobody ain't died in that mass shooting. But boy, he got handed a life sentence. All right, so he got handed down a life sentence. Mm-hmm. A man who sprayed a New York City subway car with bullets during a rush hour wounded about 10 people and sparking a citywide manhunt. He was sentenced to life in prison. Mr. Frank James, he's 64 years old. He pleaded guilty earlier this year to terrorism charges in the April 12, 2022 mass shooting aboard a Manhattan train. He received a life sentence on 10 counts and 10 years for an 11th count. Prosecutors had asked for the life sentence saying James spent years carefully planning the shooting in order to inflict maximum damage. Mr. James' attorneys had asked for a reduced sentence of 18 years, saying he didn't intend to kill anyone and suffered from serious mental illness. The attack wounded victims ranging in age from 16 years old all the way to 60 years old as the train pulled into a station in Sunset Park in Brooklyn, New York. As emergency responders tended to the victims, James walked calmly out of the subway station and vanished. The search for the gunman lasted for roughly 30 hours. Police identified Mr. James as a suspect relatively quickly, using a key to a rented moving van left behind on a bloodied subway car. He was eventually arrested in East Manhattan Village after calling a police tip line to turn himself in. All right? So... That shit is crazy, bro. He got life sentencing. And they say that he planned it. He, he was planning that stuff. Um, I wonder if they're going to make a task force for, like, internet, like, people like people to monitor the internet. I don't know if they already do that. I think they do that in a way. I think they send some type of malware program to monitor people's devices or their computer or their desktop or something like that. I think there's some type of software that does that already, to be honest with you. I think they got something like that going on where they they implement some type of malware. It's a software that could monitor everything that you do on your device or your computer, your desktop. I really believe they got that. But I'm going to cut this um, apple pie short and sweet. I'm going to holler at you later with another segment. I know I've been slow, ladies and gentlemen, with the segments, but I'm going to boost up. You just got to bear with me. You know I'm getting nice with these goddamn news and these articles, and I'm telling you the stories. You see what I'm saying? I know I'm getting nice with it. And then I had to go on a rant earlier talking about these goddamn people, these Internet people better pay me the money and stop playing around with me. They're always trying to make me jump through hoops and and obstacles and stuff like that just to get a certain amount of money. They, these people be tripping for real. But anyway, I'm going to talk to you later. I'm going to hit you off with another segment. All right? All you got to do is follow me on Instagram. Uh, type in the search engine, Box Benji. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B as in Bob. All right? 
Just type that in the search engine, Box Benji. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You can follow me on TikTok as well. I'm really active on TikTok. TikTok is the shit. Everybody loves TikTok. But anyway, I'm going to holler at you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Gonna turn it up, please. Them hard nights. Party at the bodega. 